0: Om Agnana Timadandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Muditam Dhena Tasmai Shri Gurve Namah Jaya Jaya shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita shri Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Dvaita Chandra This chapter is chiefly devoted to describing the essential nature of the glories of Sri Nityananda Paru lord krishna is the absolute personality of godhead and his first expansion is the form for pastimes and his first expansion in a form for pastimes is shri Balaram. beyond the limitation of this material world is the spiritual sky paravyoma which has many spiritual planets the supreme of which is krishna loga Krishna Loka, the abode of Krishna, has three divisions, which are known as Dwarka, Mathura, and Golkula. In that abode, the personality of Godhead expands himself into four plenary portions Krishna, Balaram, Pradumna, the transcendental cupid, and Aniruddha. They are known as the original quadruple forms. In Krishna Loka, is a transcendental place known as Shweta Deepa or Vrindavan. Below Krishna Loka in the spiritual sky or the Vaikuntha planets, on each Vaikuntha planet, a four handed Narayan expanded from the first quadruple manifestation is present. The personality of Godhead known as Sri Balaram in Krishna Loka is the original Sankarsana, attracting deity. From this Shankarshana expands another Sankarshana called Maha Sankarshana who resides in one of the Vaikuntha planets By his internal potency Maha Sankarshana maintains the transcendental existence of all the planets in the spiritual sky where all the living beings are eternally liberated souls the influence of the material energy is conspicuous there by its absence. On those planets, the second quadruple manifestation is present. Outside of the Vaikuntha planets is the impersonal manifestation of Sri Krishna, which is known as Brahmalok. On the other side of Brahmalok is the spiritual Karna Samudra, or causal ocean. The material energy exists on the other side of the causal ocean without touching it. In the causal ocean is Mahavishnu, the original Purusha, expansion from Sankarsana. Mahavishnu places his glance over the material energy, and by a reflection of his transcendental body, he amalgamates himself within the material elements. As the source of the material elements, the material energy is known as Pratana. And as the source of the manifestations of the material energy, it is known as Maya. But material nature is inert in that she has no independent power to do anything. She is empowered to make the cause of manifestation by the glance of Mahavishnu. Therefore, the material energy is not the original cause of the material manifestation. Rather, the transcendental glance of Mahavishnu over material nature produces that cosmic manifestation. Mahavishnu again enters every universe as the reservoir of all living entities. Garbadakshay Vishnu. From Garbadakshay Vishnu expands Shirdakshay Vishnu, the super soul of every living entity. Garbhadakshai Vishnu also has his own Vaikuntha planet in every universe where he lives as the super soul or supreme controller of the universe. Garbhadakshai Vishnu reclines in the midst of the watery portion of the universe and generates the first living creature of the universe Brahma. The imaginary universal form is a partial manifestation of Garbhadakshai Vishnu. On the Vaikuntha planet in every universe is an ocean of milk and within that ocean is an island called shweta dvipa where lord vishnu lives <clears throat> therefore this chapter describes two shweta dvipas one in the abode of krishna and the other in the ocean of milk in every universe the shweta in the abode of krishna is identical with vrindavan dham which is the place where krishna appears himself to display his loving pastimes in the shveta deep within every universe is a shesha form of godhead who serves Vishnu by assuming the form of his umbrella slippers couch pillows garments residence sacred thread throne and so on lord Baladev and krishna loka is nityananda prabhu Therefore, Nityananda Prabhu is the original Sankarsana and Maha Sankarsana and his expansions as the purushas in the universes are plenary expansions of Nityananda Prabhu. In this chapter, the author has described the history of his leaving home for a personal pilgrimage to Vrindavan and is achieving all success there. In this description, it is revealed that the author's original paternal home and birthplace were in the district of Kartwa, in the village of Jamatapur, which is near Naihati. Krishnadas Kaviraj's brother invited Sri Minikatana Ramdas, Sri Minikatana Ramdas, a great devotee of Lord Jananda to his home. But a priest named Gunardava Mishra did not receive him well and Krishidas Kaviraj Goswami's brother, not recognizing the glories of Lord Dityananda, also took sides with the priest. Therefore Ramdas became sorry, broke his flute and went away. This is a great disaster. This was a great disaster for the brother of Krishidas Kaviraj Goswami. But on that very night, Lord Nityananda Prabhu himself cursed Krishadas Kaviraj Goswami in a dream and ordered him to leave on the next day for Vrindavan. Vande Nanda Pukvahishvaryam Srinityanandam Yas Swarupam let me offer my respectful obeisance to Lord Nityananda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose opulence is wonderful and unlimited. By his will, even a fool can understand his identity. Jaya, Jaya, chaitanya jaya nitananda jaya with the chandra jaya gauravatinda hare krishna hare krishna kishk krishna hare 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 Rama, hare ram ram namaha all glories to shri chaitanya mahaprabhu all glories to lord nityananda all glories to advaita acharya and all glories to all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I have described the glory of Sri Krishna Chaitanya in six verses. Now, in five verses, I shall describe the glory. Lord Nichananda. Sava avatari Krishna, Swayam Pogavan, Tahara Deha Dehashi Balaram, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the fountainhead of all incarnations. Lord Balaram is his second body Lord Sri Krishna the absolute personality of Godhead is the primeval Lord the original form of Godhead and his first expansion is Sri Balaram the personality of Godhead can expand himself in innumerable forms the forms that have unlimited potency are called swamsha, and forms that have limited potencies the living entities are called Vibhana langsha. Kika iswaru dohe bina matrakai kai. Adyakai view hakrishna lila rasa hai. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare. These two are one and the same identity. They differ only in form. Lord Balaram is the first bodily expansion of Krishna. And he assists in Lord Krishna's transcendental pastimes. Balaram is a Shwamsha expansion of the Lord. And therefore, there is no difference in potency between Krishna and Balaram. The only difference is in their bodily structure. As the first expansion of Godhead, Balaram is the chief deity among the first quadruple forms. And he is the foremost assistant of Sri Krishna in his transcendental activities. She Krishna Navati Peshi Chaitanya Chandra Sri Balaram Ramsange Shri Nityananda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Ram Ram, Rama Hare Hare That original Lord Krishna. Appeared in Navadeep as Lord Chaitanya, and Balaram appeared with him as Lord Nityananda. Sankarshana, Karnatoa Shai, Garboda Shai, Chappayoti Shai, Sheshastya Yashamsha Kala, Nitya, Nandakirama, Sharanam Mamasdu. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarsana, Sheshanaga, and the Vishnu's who lie on the Karana Ocean, Garba Ocean, and Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions and the portions of his plenary portions. Sri Saurabh Damanar Goswami has recorded this verse in his diary to offer his respectful obeisances to Lord Nityananda Prabhu. This verse also appears as the seventh of the first fourteen verses of Sri Chaitanya Chartamrita. Shri Balaram Gosai Mula Sankarshana Pancharupa Dari Karina Krishna Rasivana Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Hare. Lord Balaram is the original Sankarshana. He assumes five other forms to serve Lord Krishna. He himself helps in the pastimes of Lord Krishna, and he does the work of creation in four other forms. Shishadika Seva, Tar Palana, Shisha kare Krishnera Vivana, Sevaka, Ka uh, Seva, Tar Agnaya Palana, Shisha kare Kara, Krishnera Vivida sevana. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram. He executes the orders of Lord Krishna in the work of creation and in the form of Lord Shesha. He serves Krishna in various ways. According to expert, expert opinion, Balaram, as the chief of the quadruple forms, is also the original Sankarsana. Balaram, the first expansion of Krishna, expands himself in five forms, one, Maha Sankarsana. two karnadashcaya, three, garbhodakcaya, four, shiradakcaya, and five, shesha. These five plenary portions are responsible for both the spiritual and material cosmic manifestations. In these five forms, Lord Balarama assists Lord Krishna in his activities. The first four of these forms are responsible for the Cosmic Manifestations, whereas Shesha is responsible for his personal service to the Lord. Shesha is called Arnanta, or unlimited, because he assists the personality of Godhead in his unlimited expansions by performing an unlimited variety of services. Shibalaram is the servitor Godhead who serves Lord Krishna in all affairs of existence and knowledge? Lord Nityananda Prabhu, who is the same servitor Godhead, Balaram, performs the same service to Lord Garanga. By constant association, Sarva Rupi Asva dai Krishna Sevananda Shri Balaram Shange Nityananda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. In all the forms, he tastes the transcendental bliss of serving Krishna. That same Balaram is Lord Nityananda, the companion gora sundara Sata Shokera Attakari Chari Shoke Jate Danda Tato Janesava Lok Hare Krishna Hare krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare I've explained the seventh verse in the four sub, in four subsequent verses by these verses, all the world can know the truth about Lord Nityananda. Maya tete vyapi vai kuntaloke punai svarye shi chaturvijuhamadhye rupam yasyod Pati Sankarshanakyam. tam shiniyananda ramam prapadye. I surrender unto the lotus feet of Shinityananda, Prabh- Ram. Who is known as Sankarsana in the midst of the Chaturvyuha consisting of Vasudev, Sankarsana, Tradyumna, and Aniruddha? He possesses full opulences and resides in Vaikuntha far beyond the material creation. This is a verse from Sri Surab Goswami's diary. It appears as the eighth of the first 14 verses of Sri Chaitanya Chartamrita. Beyond the material nature lies the realm known as Paravyoma, the spiritual sky. Like Lord Krishna himself, it possesses all transcendental attributes such as the six opulences. According to Sankhya philosophy, the material cosmos is composed of 24 elements, the five gross material elements, the three subtle material elements, the five knowledge acquiring senses, the five active senses, the five objects of sense pleasure, and the Tattva, the total material energy. Empiric philosophers, unable to go beyond these elements, speculate that anything beyond them must be of vyakta or inexplicable. But the world beyond the 24 elements is not inexplicable, for it is explained in the Bhagavad Gita as the eternal sanata nature. Beyond the manifested and unmanifested existence of material nature, vyakta vyakta is the sanata nature which is called the paravyoma, or the spiritual sky. Since that nature is spiritual in quality, there are no qualitative differences there. Everything there is spiritual. Everything is good, and everything possesses the spiritual form of Sri Krishna himself. That spiritual sky is the manifested internal potency of Sri Krishna. It is distinct from the material sky manifested by his external potency. Now let's turn to the Bhagavad Gita, 8th chapter. And please go to verse number 16, 17, At the beginning of Brahma's day, all living entities become manifest from the unmanifest state and thereafter, when the night falls, they are merged into the unmanifest again. There's no purport? No, Mars, there's no purport. Okay, sugi. Next. Bhutta-grama-sa-eva-ayam bhutva-bhutva-praliyate ratyagame-vishapartha-pravavatyaharagame Again and again when Brahma's day arrives, all living entities come into being and with the revival of Brahma's night, they're helplessly annihilated, purport. The less intelligent who try to remain within this material world may be elevated to higher planets and then again must come down to this planet Earth. During the daytime of Brahma, they can exhibit their activities on higher and lower planets within this material world, but at the coming of Brahma's night, they're all annihilated. In the day, they receive various bodies for material activities, and at night, they no longer have bodies, but remain compact in the body of Vishnu. Then again, they are manifest at the arrival of Brahma's day, bhutva bhutva During the day, they become manifest, and at night, they're annihilated again. Ultimately, when Brahma's life is finished, they are all annihilated and remain unmanifest for millions and millions of years. And when Brahma is born again in another millennium, they are again manifest. In this way, they are captivated by the spell of the material world. But those intelligent persons who take to Krishna consciousness use the human life fully in the devotional service of the Lord, chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thus, they transfer themselves even in this life to the spiritual planet of Krishna and become eternally blissful there, not being subject to such rebirths. Sugi. Yet there's another unmanifest nature, which is eternal and is transcendental to this manifested and unmanifested matter. It is supreme and has never annihilated. When all in this world is annihilated, that part remains as it is. Krishna's superior spiritual energy is transcendental and eternal. It is beyond the changes of material nature, which is manifest and annihilated during the days and nights of Brahma. Krishna's superior energy is completely opposite in quality to material nature. Superior and inferior nature are explained in the seventh chapter, Sukhiva. That which the Vedantists describe as unmanifest and infallible, that which, is my, that which is known as the supreme destination, that place from which, having attained it, one never returns, that is my supreme abode. Purport, the supreme abode of the personality of God at Krishna is described in the Brahma Samhita as Chintamani Dhamma a place where all desires are fulfilled. The supreme abode of Lord Krishna is Goloka Vrindavan is full of palaces made of touchstone. There are also trees, desire trees, that supply any type of eatable upon demand. And there are cows known as Surabhi cows, which supply a limitless supply of milk. <clears throat> In this abode, the Lord is served by hundreds of thousands of goddesses of fortune, Lakshmi's, and he is called Govinda, the primeval Lord and the cause of all causes. The Lord is accustomed to blow his flute, Venum Quananta, his transcendental form is the most attractive in all the worlds. His eyes are like lotus petals and the color of his body is like the color of clouds. He is so attractive that his beauty excels that of thousands of cupids. He wears saffron cloth, a garland around his neck and a peacock feather in his hair. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna gives only a small hint of his personal abode, Goloka Vrindavan, which is the supermost planet in the spiritual kingdom. A vivid description is given in the Brahmasahita. Vedic lectures, Karta Upanishad 1311, state that there is nothing superior to the abode of the Supreme Godhead, and that that abode is the ultimate destination, na param kinchit Kashta paramagati, When one attains it, he never returns to the material world. Krishna's supreme abode and Krishna himself are non-different, being of the same quality. On this earth, Vrindavan, 90 miles southeast of Delhi is a replica of that supreme Goloka Vrindavan located in the spiritual sky. When Krishna descended on this earth, he sported on that particular tract of land known as Vrindavana, comprising about 168 square miles in the district of Mathura, India. One more. Purusha sa bhakti yasyantastani yena tatam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is greater than all, is attainable by unalloyed devotion. Although he is present in his abode, he is all pervading, and everything is situated within him. Purport It is here it's clearly stated that the Supreme Destination from which there's no return is the abode of Krishna, the supreme person. The Brahma Samhita describes this supreme abode as Chinmayaras, a place where everything is full of spiritual bliss. All the variegatedness manifests there is of the quality of spiritual bliss. Nothing there is material. That variegatedness is expanded as the spiritual expansion of the supreme Godhead himself For the manifestation there is totally of the spiritual energy, as explained in Chapter 7. As far as this material world is concerned, although the Lord is always in His supreme abode, He is nonetheless all-pervading by His material energy. So by His spiritual and material energies, He is present everywhere, both in the material and in the spiritual universes. Yastyantastani means that everything is sustained within Him, within either his spiritual or material energy. The Lord is all-pervading by these two energies. To enter Krishna's supreme abode or the innumerable Vaikunda planets is possible only by bhakti, devotional service, as clearly indicated here by the word bhaktya. No other process can help one attain that supreme abode. The Vedas, Gopal, Tapani, Upanishad 121, also describe the supreme abode of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Eko Vashi Sarvaga Krishna. In that abode, there is only one Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose name is Krishna. He is the Supreme Merciful Deity. And although situated there as one, he has expanded himself into millions and millions of plenary expansions. The Vedas compare the Lord to a tree standing still, yet bearing many varieties of fruits, flowers, and changing leaves. The plenary expansions of the Lord who preside over the Vaikuntha planets are four-armed, and they are known by a variety of names. Purushottam, Srivikrama, Keshava, Madhava, Aniruddha, Hrishikesh, Sankarshana, Pradyumna, Sridhara, Vasudeva, Damodara. Janardana, Narayana, Paman, Padmanabha, etc. The Brahma Sanghita 537 also confirms that although the Lord is always in the Supreme Abode, Goloka Vrindavan, he is all pervading, so that everything is going on nicely. Goloka eva latma bhuta. As stated in the Vedas, Svetashvatarupa upanishad 68 Paras, the Shaktir Vivedayavashuyate, His energies are so expansive that they systematically conduct everything in the cause of manifestation without a flaw, although the Supreme Lord is far, far away. So, there are supreme personalities behind everything in the world, and there's a reason behind every realm of the world, a cause for it, there's also an overarching purpose to our lives, and the information that we're getting here is informing our intelligence about That purpose and how to attain it. So, if one comes into the world in ignorance and then is educated with insufficient knowledge. Ya that is avidya, information that only relates to the material elements and speculates that we're a product of the material nature, then there's no impetus to get out of the material world except for. Uh, an abiding frustration with our dealings in the material nature, which is inferior to us. But there's no hope for getting out. So Krishna very kindly has given us in the Bhagavad Gita this clear understanding of the different realms. There is a supreme personality of Godhead, and the purpose of the entire creation is to glorify him and to worship him and to serve him. And in doing that, we feel supreme happiness, just like in this world. We look for those that we can worship, that we can think of, that we can idolize. We need some person, whether it's a musician or a politician or some strong person, an athlete. I notice around my town, people wear the jerseys, that is the sports jerseys of their favorite athlete. And they think about them all day long. They have pictures of them on the wall. And other people enter into intense campaigns to elect their person as the supreme ruler of a country. And they'll fight to the death over, this is my person I've chosen. Musicians also become the synosure of those who listen to their music and consider them to be the source of happiness because of their poetic lyrics and uh, the the tunes they play and so forth. So it's a quite natural phenomenon because the soul is part and parcel of the supreme person and gravitates towards glorification because that's where we get our happiness from. We actually feel satisfied when we're appreciating the qualities in others because we then assume those qualities. We merge with them. We become absorbed in them. So the philosophy of Krishna conscious is very natural, therefore, that when we find out about the source of all qualities. As Brahma says in his prayers to Lord Krishna, if we were to count the qualities of Krishna, we'd never come to the end. He said if scientists were able to count every grain of sand and every star in the sky, they still wouldn't be able to count all the qualities that Krishna has. So that gives us some place where we can repose our Glorification, our appreciation, where we are eternally satisfied. We never come to the end of it. And also, don't you find it sa- uh, satisfying to know that there are various realms? This, isn't, this realm isn't the all-in-all. All. We're not simply stranded here. There are gradations within this world. But categorically, Krishna says, they're not worth your trouble only to find a foothold in this world so you can get out and go to the spiritual world. That's the purpose of this entire material world. He categorically condemns it as a place of suffering, but there's another realm and human beings have the capability uniquely to fixate on a higher goal and then practice to get there. So there's Sambanagyan, which we're getting today, And then there's Abhideya, which is the practice to get there. And once we're fixed on that clear understanding of the goal, and then we understand the practice, how to get there, then day by day we can make progress and feel satisfied. Also, Lord Nityananda is the maintainer of all these energies. And he's a person. And we find out from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita he's Balaram. And he's also very merciful, especially merciful to those who take shelter of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we're given a special benediction of knowing the who's who in the spiritual world. That's what we get from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. When I was reading those sections from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And it mentioned twice that this and the other verse were taken from Surut Damarar's personal diary. I was thinking, wow, think of that. You know, you're not supposed to read other people's diaries. I hope you all know that. If, you, if you're taking care of somebody's house and they're away for the weekend, you don't go in their room. It's like, wow, I found their diary. <laughs> I think I'll read it. In fact, most diaries have a lock on them. Because it's kuyam, it's secret. That's for, that's for them, it's, it's, or maybe, maybe they'll share it with a spouse or somebody else, but it's very private. So we can see from reading these transcendental literatures that we're getting to know that the inner workings of the pure devotees, minds and hearts. What is in Surup Damodar's diary? Well, Kabriyash Goswami opens it to us and says, here's, here's what he wrote. Here's what's in his diary. You wanna hear that? Only if you're a spiritual connoisseur do you wanna hear that. other people, nah, I'd rather watch Captain Kangaroo on television. Uh, but, oh, you don't know who that is? <laughs> that was a childhood show when I grew up. the The diaries of these <clears throat> pure devotees who are, Parishads, they're eternal associates of the Lord in the spiritual world, and we get to hear what's in them. And then they ostensibly leave behind very specific verses, so that we can um, take advantage and find our way to the spiritual world. Hold on one second. So we have a few questions that have come up. And um, what it means to collect the dust of the lotus feet of devotees. Is this literally the dust in their feet, and you need to approach them? Or is it hearing from them, glorifying them, or following their example or instructions? It's both. Really taking the dust uh, from the lotus feet means to follow such personality and their instruction. But there is a case also for taking the dust. Actually one time in Vrindavan, uh, Prabhupada was going on a morning walk I got to go on a few morning walks in Vrindavan with with the devotees following Prabhupada. Uh, One of them, I remember I didn't get to go on and Prabhupada was going somewhere and he got in his car, it was an ambassador because all the cars were ambassadors at that time. And Prabhupada got in with a few devotees and uh, we were surrounding the car and it pulled out and there were some tire tracks in the sand of Ramanreti it was right near the present temple. And then uh, I remember the devotees going over and taking the, uh, the sand from where Prabhupada's car, his ambassador <laughs> had gone. We took some handfuls of sand from the tire tracks. And of course, uh, it's mentioned in the Chaitanya Charmita that these, it's a powerful substance, the dust from the lotus feet of, of the devotees. It's actually mentioned someplace in, in uh, Nartam Dastakwar's song, it's uh, my five kinds of foodstuffs. So if if you can take the, the dust from where a pure devotee has walked and smear it on your body, then you get benefit. Um, <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to tell them because if they walk there and then you take it from behind, then you're a transcendental thief and you've gotten some benefit, but also it's not restricted to that. It's like, okay, my business is done. And then the person says, please sweep the floor. And you say, no, that's okay. I already got the dust. So the dust also means to embrace the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. These are my five kinds of footsteps. Srivas Pandit, Prabhu, thank you. And then Vaikuntha Nayaka uh, says, we read about Paramgatim, supreme destination. Srila Prabhupada explained the supreme destination to be a geographical location, spiritual world, but could the supreme destination also mean a state of consciousness? And since Krishna says that having achieved the state, one never returns, can it also mean that having reached that the state of pure devotion, irrespective of which planet one is in, he does not become a materialist. Well there there is a description of the locations. Goloka Namni, Nijadamni, Talay Tatasya Devi, Mahesha, Haridama, Suteshu Te Shu, Te Te Prabhava, Nichayavi, Hitash Jena, Govinda Madi Purushamta Mahamajami. And the the realms are described as graded realms. <laughs> you can have degrade. We live in a a D an environment. What grade, what grade do you give the material world? D. Do you want to live in the D grade or the A grade? There's an A grade, which is Goloka Vrindavan. There's a graded realm, but there is also the state of consciousness. The devotees of the Lord, <clears throat> are not attached to any particular realm because what they are attached to is doing service for the Lord in any place, whether it's swarga or naraka, heaven or hell. And to them, it's tulia, it's equal, because of their consciousness, they find opportunity. As Prabhupada said, an adroit businessman can make money whether the stock market's going up or down. So similarly, the devotees are finding ways to serve Krishna wherever they may be. Similarly, as far as the material realm and the spiritual world and their connection, we find very detailed explanation of how when Vidura met with Uddhava, asked him about Krishna's pastimes, then Uddhava for a moment had to rest his consciousness away from the spiritual realm and come back into his body so that he could speak for Vidura's benefit and tell the pastimes. And so Prabhupada mentions there that the devotee lives in both realms at the same time. And this is also Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's description of how when the Bhakti Lata creeper grows from the heart of the devotee, the devotee is in the material world, but is also simultaneously in the spiritual world. At the same time. However, the, the distinctions are made between. Vrindavan, Boma Vrindavan and the material and spiritual worlds, but for a devotee. Uh, A devotee sometimes will say, I I don't want to go anywhere else except the material world because I want to stay and preach Krishna consciousness. Some devotees are inclined to stay in this world and preach Krishna consciousness, but they're always with Krishna because they're fully connected in their consciousness. And then uh, it was mentioned about the Sankhya philosophy that it deals with the 24 elements of the material world It did not have any reference to soul or Supreme Personality of Godhead. So is this referring to the atheist Sankhya philosophy that Srila Prabhupada refers to as opposed to the actual Sankhya of Kapila and Dave and Third Canto. That there are different ways of counting and Krishna brings this up in the 11th Canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam when he talks about Sankhya. He said different Sankhya philosophers categorize the the energies in different ways. He said, "So don't be bewildered by that. It's just an arbitrary way of categorizing the different energies, and some count it in one way and some count it in another. There is an atheistic kapila who counted all the material elements and didn't include the supreme personality of Godhead. Uh, we don't do that. So the the soul and the is is actually part of the the counting because." That's what animates everything. Tritra Lekasaki says in the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam it's written that Lord Brahma lives for a hundred years and it also says that he meditates for a hundred years before starting his service of creation. Please let me know how we can understand this. The different um, divisions of time mentioned. I'll look into the commentary there and see if there's anything specifically mentioned about that. it usually has to do with just different ways of describing units of time, when there's some discrepancy like that. Pavitra Renu says a couple of verses from the personal diary of Sarup. Goswami. does it mean he authored those verses personally and could they be verses from other literatures? It means that he authored them personally, he wrote them. He wrote those verses, as did uh, Rupa Goswami write original verses that are now part of the Gaudiya Vaishnava canon, very important verses that uh, describe the glories of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his various moods and relationships and so forth. You'll find in the beginning of the Adilila, the description of how Srila Rupa Goswami had understood the mind of Lord Chaitanya, his mind and heart, See, this verse says that Rubu Goswami understood his heart, his purpose, what was his mission. And therefore, he wrote about it. And he took that verse and he put it in the thatch on the top of his hut. And when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was coming back from bathing in the sea, he, he pulled out that palm leaf upon which it was, the verse was written, and he read it, and he was very surprised. How did he know my mind? How did he know my heart? This is the prerogative of the pure devotees. They actually know the heart of the Lord, and they reveal to us. They reveal to the world. That's what revealed scriptures are. What is the mood, and what is the intention of the Lord? And they write it, and Mahaprabhu was surprised, and he out of love, he gave a kind of a slap to Rupa Goswami and said, How did you know my heart? How did you know that? Couldn't know that. So that's the power of devotional service. If you love somebody so much, if you love Krishna with all your heart, you don't have any motive for worshiping him, then uh, Krishna is controlled by that love. If you dedicate yourself to worshiping the Lord by hearing about Him and not trying to uh, crowbar your way in to the pastimes of the Lord, you just submissively hear and worship the sound vibration then gradually you'll be infused with the internal energy of the Lord. You'll be empowered by the internal energy of the Lord. So much so by that internal energy that, that Krishna reveals himself to you. Jitta, the ajita becomes Ajitta, It becomes conquered by that internal potency that you assume by your practice of submissive hearing and so the devotees are privy to the Lord's heart and that's how they worship him in with finesse is because they know what he wants and out of love they're always trying to serve him understanding what his heart is look we've got Sri Madhava Mahotsava here um he writes a question and it says, I was reading Chaitanya Charitamrita translation with my son, and I noticed that Kaviraj Goswami loads the scientific knowledge about the Panchatapa at the beginning chapters, ADI, before getting into the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. What does ADI mean? Oh, Adi, <laughs> Adi, Lila. Sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, is that like a filter, is that like filter mind boggle the insincere, atheistic, so that only the qualified can enter into the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya? Well, Sri Chaitanya Chartamita is a is known as the postgraduate study, because we've had Bhagavad Gita, undergraduate, Bhagavatam graduate, then you've got your Chaitanya post postgraduate. So there, it's, it's not meant to boggle the minds, but it is, it's giving the Sambanda, the clear understanding of, of how it all works. Because as Prabhupada said, religion without philosophy is sentimentality, and philosophy without religion is just mental speculation. So Siddhanta Boliacitta Nakara Alash, Ihahoite Krishna Lagi Sudrid Manash, Kaviraj Goswami. Is asking uh, in his dialogue, it's a didactic, he's giving the dialogue between Krishna and Brahma in the first section of the Adi Leela, asking all these questions. How could this be? How could that be? How are you the supreme, how are you not the supreme personality? Actually, Krishna is arguing against his being the supreme personality. I'm not God, I'm a coward boy, what are you talking about? And Within this dialogue where Kaviraj Goswami is saying there's all these questions people have. Well, wait a minute. Narayan has four hands and Krishna has two. Narayan must be the supreme. So what's up with that? You know, one question after another, like a purva paksha, you put the argument against it. You play devil's advocate. and say this, this, and then you answer it. And then Kaviraj Goswami says, siddhanta Bullya chitanah alash. He said, this is a matter of not being lazy said, you, you have to lean into this philosophy and come to a siddhanta. Siddhanta means not just what something is, but also what it isn't. It's very precise. So what he's saying there is, iha krishna manash. Your mind becomes firmly determined when you have that siddhanta. So that's why Prabhupada told us, these books are not just for selling, you have to actually read them. And how much do you have to read them? A lot. You should read them a lot. The more you can read and hear these books, then the more you become Sudrad Manash, the mind becomes fixed. So Kaviraj Goswami is doing everyone a favor. He's explaining why this is true. It's not just some sentimentality. It's not just Leela. Although for those who are advanced, they can jump right into the Leela. But you know, this was compiled specifically to establish the Sampradaya and teach how Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So it needs to have all the logic and argument to establish this clear Sampradaya of uh, worshiping and Siddhanta that the Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and how is he the Supreme Personality of Godhead? How does it relate to all the other Shastras and so forth? Somebody may not have the uh, context of that until they've gone through the Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Vaibhav kind of training, and, and understood oh, what is what is the way of ascertaining the absolute truth? What are the forms of evidence that can be accepted, and so forth? Like when people argue, you know, show me God, give me some evidence, then we first have to say, what will you accept, sir, as evidence? Let's establish the ground rules and say, what, what will you accept as evidence? Uh, we have to establish that first. So in that mood, many of the Shastras go through this exhaustive process of presenting uh, logic, pramanam, epistemology, and so forth. For instance, in the Sandarbhas, the first Sandarbha, the Tattva Sandarbha, really establishes how we know what we know. What's the epistemology behind this system? And, you know, how, for in a scientific, community, you have to have an established way of proving something. You have to have axiomatic truths and a process that you agree upon, otherwise it's just willy-nilly and everyone argues back and forth their own point of view. So that's the the spirit of it in the Chaitanya Charta It's a Shastra uh, that is establishing this particular understanding of the Supreme Personality of God, in it, and it includes all the details so that uh, a, a real student of this can lean into it and have full understanding of Uka, how Lord Chaitanya is God. Thank you very much, Sri Madhava so, so good to see you. Hare Krishna. marman! 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 Hey! marman! marman! Not that they are